This portion of the show is brought to you by Kim Dawson of Nova Home Loans. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. All right, I guess the uh, Soviet Union has officially come to the USA. USSR comes to the USA. No, I'm serious. With, yeah. this, with this Trump thing, the over, if you haven't heard about this one already, the supposed overvaluation of Trump's assets, they're claiming that Trump, this New York judge, has this crazy valuation and saying that Trump has overvalued his assets for years, which he probably has. I mean, well, but he is quite boisterous. I mean, it is kind of up to interpretation or, I mean, there are varying degrees of what people value and how much they value it at. So yeah. any, anyone could say whatever and, and well, this judge, I mean, just because someone else disagrees doesn't mean either one is right. Yeah, I wrong. value it. And I've got some examples of this. Um, this happens to be me and Angela's specialty, which is real estate. That's. Uh, probably why we're able to do this show every day, and uh, you know it's been a blessing to us. The flexibility, uh, the is flexibility, a good thing. Yeah. absolutely. And we've been in real estate now for a very, very long time—commercial real estate, residential real estate. Uh, Actually, so, I think this year is twenty years. Twenty this years, summer. twenty years as I it think being it was really our primary yeah. business for for twenty years. So we've got quite a bit to say about this. So here's what happened: this they brought this case for it as a civil case claiming that Trump has created uh, or has uh, committed uh, fraud by basically when he's doing, when you do a loan, you got to, a lot of times, especially commercial, you're going to be putting in, you're going to show them your, your assets. You're going to say, Hey, here's, here's my net worth. Yeah. 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 You're going to do like a personal financial statement, let's say, and you're going to list out all your assets. So, okay. I got commercial building a got commercial building B now, here's what I say it's it's worth. Mm-hmm. And it's very, very subjective what these properties are actually worth. You can look at a lot of different things. And I think we'd all hope to think that they're worth more than what they actually are. But then it also changes dramatically over time. I actually haven't done an, an asset sheet or anything. I haven't had to update that for probably about a year. The banks, if you have a loan, you'll usually ask for them. Mm-hmm. But it changes. And it's, very, like I said, very, very subject, subjective. So this judge, let me give you one example of, of what this judge did and, and what they're ordering, what this judge is ordering. This, it's a New York judge, by the way. First of all, why does Trump still have assets in New York? I, it's hard to sell skyscrapers. I mean, it takes a yeah, while to Yeah, who's going to buy launch. Trump Tower? Somebody will buy it and rename it. Yeah. I mean, it's these are he New York, just doesn't New York real well, estate. He came. still operates some stuff out of there, right? Well, he still has Trump, the Trump yeah. organization, right? Yeah. And that's basically what this judge is ordering is the dissolution of several of his organizations, especially his flagship organization, the Trump organization. That's what catapulted him to fame. That was the one, uh, remember The Apprentice? Mm-hmm. Everybody watched that. That was a huge, huge show. And, of course, you got uh, Trump Tower there, where he took this building and he re- uh, multiple buildings in New York. He redid them. Uh, some he completely built. And, you know, it, it's not an easy thing to do, especially in New York City, even back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. So they're, they're saying that his building's there, that he cr- committed fraud by doing this. So <laughs> we're taking it. We're going to take in the buildings, but we're putting the company, we're putting Trump uh, organization going to dissolve it we're going to put it into receivership meaning that trump and his family has no control no say in what's going on with their very own company to do 
I, I didn't think so. I, 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 I know it was legal in the USSR and the Soviet Union. I just can't see how a judge can just arbitrarily decide that, no, that's overvalued. And now yeah, that's what it's, happens. It's, it's, it's absurd. It's not only absurd, it's absolutely scary. Being someone who's in real estate myself, fortunately not in New York or New Jersey right, but, or I mean, Illinois. Like, we, we've we based our retirement on this. Yeah, this exactly. Is this, is, and that, <laughs> this, this is our plan. This is our plan for the future. This is, this is his as well. Yeah. And I always thought real estate was the most secure thing. And no matter what happens, people got to live somewhere, et cetera, et cetera. And then COVID hit. And man, did I have a, a, a rude awakening to the power of the government because I thought private property was just this this thing up here on this pedestal in this in this country that nobody could touch that mm-hmm. hey that's your private property you know we can't tell you what to do with that well except for local zoning and yeah. all that i mean but we can't tell you uh we can't tell you you, you must you have someone else live there yeah or, yeah, yeah you can't yeah. here's what they did during covid when that's when my eyes opened up and i was like oh man these people truly and by i mean these people these these politicians and these entrenched forever bureaucrats that have taken control of this country truly can come in and do whatever the hell they want. And they're proven that time and time again. COVID was an eye-opener because they did the eviction moratorium. We even had that bonehead, dumb, mm, I don't like Ducey. We were friends at once. Mm-hmm. He came on this show a lot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we got Christmas cards from the guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I mean, I'm not making this up, right? What a loser this governor became. He did an eviction moratorium. On residential units, he followed along with what everybody was doing, including Trump at the time, who should have known better. Mm-hmm. He also did a commercial eviction moratorium, which quickly went away because the, the lawyers were like, oh, you definitely can't do this one. Mm-hmm. I don't see how it's constitutional to do an eviction moratorium uh, on residential. At all, period. Yeah. yeah. But this governor, and I know some people like this guy, this governor was a train wreck. I mean, look at the $180 million shipping container. I hope he never pops up in public politics. That's why I keep talking about him. Never, ever, ever run for office again. Go to your stupid boards where you get paid six figures to sit there and think. Anyway, Governor Ducey did this eviction moratorium, and my eyes were like, boom. Government can do whatever they want. We had two tenants. Fortunately, you know, most of our tenants paid through the COVID thing, right? Mm-hmm. We had two tenants, residential, just stopped paying us. And I went to court, and I argued in front of the Coconino County uh, judge or whatever and said, what is this? Oh, well, yeah, you can evict them, but you can't kick them out. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. okay, so it's the same thing. So I just wasted well, my time coming say, to court. Well, they still owe you the money. Yeah, okay, great. And it's like, we're never going to be able to collect the money, though. It, I mean, yeah, they owe it, but it's uh, dumb and dumber. That, that dumb and dumber. Give it to remember us. Dumb and dumber with all yeah. the IOUs after yeah. he spent all the money. Like, oh, this keep that one. That's a you know, that's a Lam- that's for a Lamborghini. It's as good yeah. as cash. It's a big it's, one. It's total BS. I lost. We lost ten, tens of thousands of dollars on that deal, right? Mm-hmm. But anyway, so my eyes were open because I was, I was like, the government can say that I have to operate a business and don't have to get paid. So I'm like, okay. And this has started. It's part of the degradation of our society. And I've got a clip of somebody, uh, a crowd of people breaking in, stealing what's rightfully theirs. They think. So why can't I go to the grocery store, just walk out with a shopping cart full of groceries, and say, "Well, I, I can't afford to pay this, but I got to eat." Right. You know yeah. what's the difference? So that's the great line. Isn't one. That's yeah. why the the yeah. whole idea is was so terrible to even start. We've gone from bad idea to bad idea. So, yeah. I mean, uh, you go back to the precedent set after the great financial crisis after 2008 where they came in to save the too big to fail and the moral hazard and the, I think it was six, seven, eight hundred billion dollars, which was everybody's like, oh, it's, it's a crazy amount of money. This is just a one-time thing. And then we get to fast forward 10 years later, it's 
10 trillion dollars mm-hmm. what's next 50 trillion dollars who knows yeah, these people are out of their no mind stopping. there's no stopping it so now you got it's just another step here and if they can go after trump on this and i don't know if he committed financial fraud but i got a number here that indicates to me that this judge is a moron that doesn't know what he's doing or talking about but probably mm-hmm. doesn't care it's probably a political appointment right that's what a lot of positions are so what's next if they can go after trump and say well, your company now is just in receivership because we think you committed fraud. It's gone. Good luck yeah, with that. Right. Thanks a lot. And we'll since we'll when take do good judges care of it. decide the value of things? I know. So check this out. So so these guys can do whatever the heck they want. I don't know what the solution. Is. I know what the solution is too, but I won't I won't vocalize that. But anyway, these judges and these politicians think they can do whatever the hell they want, and I'm fed up with it. And I hope Washington, D.C. shuts down this week. And I hope that, that, that there isn't too many loser Republicans that cross over to vote for the Democrats. I, let me tell you this, if there's anybody listening into the party politics still, uh, I, will, I will be dead set against the Republican Party. You don't get nothing from me in the future if you cross over to the Democrats in Washington, D.C. You know, the, the, mm-hmm. the Democrats and Republicans, the rhino Republicans come together with Democrats to do a continuing resolution and keep yeah. this thing going. Yeah. You're dead to me as far as the Republican Party. You're utterly, you're, you're pretty much utterly useless at this point. But, yeah. you know, there's still mm-hmm. this tinge of hope that I have, like a naive have little nitwit. You you don't. You're, you're, no. You're hopeless. <laughs> I, I, I tend to linger a, a little longer. But no, here, here's what well, this. Okay, I was never okay, ahead, like firmly, uh, firmly, firmly. It, um, in, like, in, in rah-rah Republican camp? Yeah, yeah. I, I had always been an independent, yeah. always, since I registered to vote. and. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the idea of feeling like I had to be one or the other. I liked being nothing really and just voting yeah. what I felt like. And then I did change the Republican for a short amount of time. And that's a long story why mm-hmm. I did that. Mm-hmm. That was just to vote for someone I liked in, in the, primary. the primary. In the primary, yeah. But um, I, I changed back and now I'm independent again. And I, yeah, well, you know, that's the number one. I've just one. never been gung-ho uh, like crazy. Politics, and I yeah. do lean that way. I mean, there's no doubt about that, but... I mean, I've given up on the ones in D.C. Yeah, a long oh, oh, time ago. They need to shut it down. They need to grow a spine. These these people are so useless. And they're also power hungry and out of control. And everybody better start standing up because, wow. I mean, if they can do this to Trump, who do you think you are? You're nothing. Yeah, right. You're dirt to these people. You're like, you're like an anthill in the... You know, coming down mm-hmm. and squashing an ant. Nothing. Yeah. All of us are just nothing to these people. So, okay, here's what this judge did. He's saying Mar- Mar-a-Lago is, is Trump's home. In Florida, right? But it's also mm-hmm. a big resort. It's a functioning you know, resort with banquet rooms, and mm-hmm. it's on the ocean. It's expensive there. It's a, it's a, you know, you got ocean on multiple sides there. Sixty five thousand square feet. Sixty five thousand square feet, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, it's on acres of property. What's this bonehead judge say? Oh, it's eighteen million dollars. Trump over now. Trump's saying that this property is worth a billion bucks. I, I think that's. That's bogus. You say it's worth whatever you think it's worth, and you could put, I could put up my house up on the market right now for two million dollars. It's quite overvalued if I do that, right. but I'm saying that's what I'll take for it. That's what I think it's worth. Yeah. Am, I, am I committing a crime at that point? If some sucker comes along and buys it, well, that's what it was worth, I guess, because yeah. some idiot came and along and bought it. And if no one buys it. it, okay, maybe it wasn't worth that, but that's what it's worth to you, as the owner. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. it's worth to me. Exactly. So don't buy it then. So he's saying it's worth, uh, you know, I've seen numbers of 600 million, this and that. Um, this thing ain't worth $18 million. This is worth, I mean, just on the replacement value alone 
uh, it's something like uh, $50 million. Let me, let me do the math real quick just so I can uh, make sure I get this right. But you got 65,000 square feet, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, it, this is high end stuff. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're not talking low yeah, end. Yeah. You know, I mean, the going, the going right right now is like $400 <laughs> a square foot. That's for yeah. basic commercial. Yeah. That's $26 million. If they were to build a, a commercial office strip mall there, this yeah. ain't no strip mall. And that's just to rebuild just, it, if this, not, not including the value of the land. Yeah. I mean, in South Florida and... You know, this, that's just this thing is worth this estate. thing is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. If it's worth eighteen million dollars, I will find a group of people right now, and within a week, I yeah, want to buy that. We'll line because up, I yeah. know that thing is worth you know several hundred million dollars. Maybe yeah. that's what they're trying to do. Maybe It'd they're trying be to undervalue. If it did go to a bidding war, how much? Yeah. It would. <laughs> now this this ruling doesn't affect. I don't think Mar a Lago because it's out of the jurisdiction. But Trump's got a bunch of properties in New York, um, so this is very concerning to me. It should be very concerning to you. Uh, is this a way to seize assets or something eventually? Or I mean, it's a civil lawsuit, but they just they're doing whatever the hell they want. And this judge just came up with this totally bizarre number on these on these valuations. Now, are they taking the county's assessed valuation or something? But even that, I, I'm sure the county. Let me give you an example. This is a commercial building that I'm very familiar with that um, is twenty thousand square feet. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, if I were to rebuild this building. Tomorrow, it would cost me six million dollars. Twenty thousand square feet. That's a, a three hundred square foot. That's that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's not including the land. That's probably worth a million. So this is a seven or eight million dollar property to rebuild and everything. Now that's one way that banks and appraisers uh, evaluate things. It, they they do it based on the cost approach. They look at it and say, right. hey, here's what it would cost yeah. to rebuild it. Here's the land, et cetera, et cetera. Another way is the comparable approach, which they look at comparable properties that have sold recently in, in the area. Usually right. they take these two figures and they consolidate and they come up with the actual number of what they estimate. And it's just an estimate. Yeah, that's just their property, estimate. I, I've always thought appraisals are stupid because if I can find multiple people willing to bid up a price and pay over what they feel it's worth, then that's what it's worth. It's mm-hmm. called price discovery. This right. ju- these politicians, these judges, these people, these forever bureaucrats, they don't know nothing about the private sector. All they know how to do is take from the private sector. So why would they know how to assess anything? Why would they know about a businessman who comes up with valuation? You know, so I, I, I think this is totally bogus. Did Trump over uh, uh, assess or value his properties? Probably. But people tend to do that. Let me ask people out there, what do you think your property's worth? Yeah. You know, and especially a year from now or or two years ago. Yeah, everybody's got a price. Ridiculous. Ridiculous and scary. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It really is. I'd like your comments. I want to get them on the five o'clock hour, so get them in now. Talk with Jeff at (sighs) iCloud.com. These people are crazy. That's all I can say. No, seriously, I would like your comments, though, because Olivia is going to come by for the second hour. And if you can get them in now during the four o'clock hour, that'll help us get you on the show today. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Okay, uh, it is that time of year where you probably want to get your heater serviced and get that thing tuned up. Gettles High Desert Mechanical is a company that Angela and I have used 
and they've done a great job. They've come in, kept our older heater going, and they're like, oh, you need this part and this part, but we can keep it going. Yeah, it's from 1986, and it's half the size of the house, um, but we, we can keep this going. It's still safe. Someday you're going to need to get a new heater. And I was like, okay, I'll, you'll, you'll do me a good deal when that comes. I know you will. Uh, so why don't you call Gettle Side Desert Mechanical? Probably a good time to get these things tuned up. They check it for carbon monoxide and all that. Yeah, now, now's the time it. of year you need to get, yeah, get going on that. I mean, you're clicking that thing on pretty quick. It's supposed to cool down. So call Gettle Side Desert. Or do this. Go to their website, gettleshdm.com. G-O-E-T-T-L-S-H-D-M, Gettles, HighDesertMechanical.com, and uh, they'll get you fixed up, and they'll take really good care of you like they've done for me and Angela. Welcome back. Yeah, I'd like to get some of your comments on here during the 5 o'clock hour. So if you can email us right now, I would appreciate it. Uh, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Um, show note, I will have. I'm starting to get into people on this proposition. Uh, 480 in Flagstaff, mm-hmm. which actually affects the whole region. It's the hospital. Yeah, right. Talking about like almost a billion-dollar facility in Flagstaff for a regional medical center. So I think uh, tomorrow and then Monday or Tuesday of next week, we're going to have the pro and the no side. So mm-hmm. And then we'll convene a panel yeah. and decide which way we're going. Yeah. I think we might disagree. I got the pamphlet in the mail yesterday, I and I started – Looking through and formulating my own thoughts about this. Yeah, so. this is, that thing's a, a thick book. All right. So people, and I think I hit on this the other day on the program about the, we've got corrupt politicians because we've got a society that's been corrupted. And this was in light of the story that's just gone away, that Senator out of um, New Jersey with the gold bricks and all mm-hmm. that and the mm-hmm. Egyptian influence and this and that. You don't even hear about that now. That's gone. Yeah, we've, no. we've moved on. But I was saying that, hey, this, of course, we're going to get corrupt politicians, corrupt bureaucrats, and the whole thing's just kind of rotten from every direction in opulence and, and craziness. And here's a good example of now there's, there's this crowd. This is back east somewhere. They show up, they do one of these flash mobs where they show up at a mall mm-hmm. or an outside, it's like outside areas too. And they're just, they're ripping apart the doors trying to get into this place and just take yeah. dozens and hundreds of people. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Here's the Everybody person filming. Oh, like crazy. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Wait, was it a grocery store or other stores? I don't there's get all kinds why of stores. she's talking about. I guess there's food in there. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so just basically... Because I had read something just, about an Apple store. There's an Apple store. Maybe they were still in the Apple. Yeah, it, that's the one. Yeah, so they're okay, still... But that's but, clothing, well, so. Yeah, but they got to sell it. They're going to sell it. They yeah. got to, you know, come on. Everybody must eat. We, right. I get my free clothes. I can go get clothes. Yeah. I get food. They're just stealing stuff. That's what yeah. matters here. They don't they care what it is. They some people, but not nearly... <laughs> yeah, they got them all on film all and they'll never yeah. arrest them. They should have went down there and they're, they're going to have to... We're, we we got to get firm on, on crime in this country and we got to do it quick. Yeah. And I think that most Americans want that. It's time to clean this country up. And mm-hmm. it's going to, the, the boneheads that are in there now aren't going to do it. 
Right. We're going to have to elect all new people. We got to get people, and we got to be firm about it and demand that we get back to law and order. But there's people that, here's, here's the thing I want to get at. The people are just, they're, they're, they're taking because everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. And right. frantic about it, like crazed. You know, like you yeah. always hear about yeah. these, these, these games, these sporting games where people like crush everyone. And you're like, how does that happen? It's just the momentum of the crowd and, and they go nuts. Yeah. And right. you could see it in her eyes. Her eyes are like bulging out. Well, I think she's the, just mad. You know, yeah. That intensity is, is just stemming from um, probably a lot of frustration. Yep. Um, and whether, I mean, who knows why in that particular case of that woman or whoever it happens to, it's just frustration over something. And then they snap. And, and, and in this crowd happens. mentality yeah. and it's crazed yeah. crowd mentality that's happening. And that's why I said this stuff, if we don't get this under check really quick, like really quick, like it's probably already too late, but if we hopefully can get it in check, it, it leads to French revolution type situations where mm-hmm. people like that start, you know, they're all talking about January 6th and everything where people went in and it's okay. But you got stuff like this happening where people are mad and you can see it in their eyes. Yeah. And if you get caught up in that and you're the wrong person for whatever reason, whoo, yeah. watch out. Yeah. You know, yeah. watch out. So well, I don't know how we're going to stop all that I, I when, when the defund movement has happened and they're having problems retaining police and yeah. um enforcing stuff they just don't have the staff in some of these yeah it's it's, it's total insanity especially. now uh we did our little uh, what was mark howitt talking about yesterday with the day um day um day dates i told oh, you yesterday yeah, sometimes me and angela go out one, and do yeah. uh do errands and then get some food or something but we oh, did he it. claims it's a day date oh to yeah go yeah, over yeah, to yeah. The i was like you want to go to you want to go to electrical stuff yeah i went to home depot <laughs> Because I needed more electrical stuff. And <laughs> I told you about the, the Home Depot down in Verde Valley, the, the, down in Cottonwood, that they locked up all the wire. Yeah, all, all, oh, it's all locked up here too, though. And they told yeah. me it was yeah. national. And yeah. yeah, sure enough, I hadn't checked the, the wire aisle in Home Depot, all locked up. Mm-hmm. You know, So this is everywhere. And it's just, and then you, I had to wait 15 minutes to find the person to somebody to come help me yeah. to unlock, unlock it. it. So all of a sudden I'm, I'm waiting. For, but that's just, a, that's just a sign of the times. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, and, and 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 more and more people are going to be like, "Hey, we we got to eat." You know, everybody got to eat. Everybody got to eat. So I'm justified in taking whatever the hell I want. Well, yeah, I was saying that the other day. That I mean, eventually, yeah, you know, people just do whatever got they a, want. A breaking point. All right, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Love to hear from you. All right. Just Wireless will help you save some money. So you get a nice refurbished fart smartphone. <laughs> Did I say that right? Smartphone <laughs> from Just Wireless. Aye, aye, aye. Everybody's got to eat, you know. <laughs> you save some money on Just Wireless and the smartphones. Uh, they'll fix your cracked screens, by the way. If you want to get your phone refurbished, cracked screens, charging ports, batteries. Uh, look, I don't know what's going to happen with all this, but... I'm not racing out right now to buy a $1,500 brand new phone. I don't know about you. I just, I want to put money into other things like chainsaws and firearms and things (laughs) like that and ammunition and maybe silver and stuff like that. But anyway, go to Just Wireless right there on Milton Avenue right as you're coming on off I-17. They will take very, very good care of you and you will save a lot of money by, and it's good for the environment too, by getting an existing smartphone. Another way you can save money, and let me bring Angela back in on, on this one. 
um, is by switching to Allstate Insurance Agency and Flagstaff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, they, they've done a they've done a good job. You kind of took the lead on this one, Angela, in, in getting us switched over. Yeah, it easy process with uh, that refinance you talk about all the time with Kim, Kim Dawson, and we were having issue with the insurance provider on that one, and so we decided to change at that time for yeah. the rental. And then I started thinking when our insurance came due, it's every six months, and I started thinking, well, maybe I should see if they can quote it. And I mean, it's like a thousand dollars less every six months for our auto. Yeah, that's and tremendous. I mean, I don't want you know anyone to think that they might save that much, but you never know because we have five vehicles, so yeah, you know it that. That could change that. The savings is yeah. significant yeah. at that point. Yeah. But, no, uh, but yeah, I was really happy. The, I mean, they helped me out. They've saved money. Yeah. Yeah, they saved money. Mm-hmm. And auto home, um, they, they take care of all that. And that's Eric Boatner and Lisa Boatner, Allstate Agency, 928-774-8722. 928-774-8722. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. Call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Now, here's why: most insurance companies they use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Now, when you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop on by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible. Repairing a chip will stop it from spreading, and it'll save you from a costly windshield replacement. If you've replaced your windshield with Diamond Auto Glass before, as I have, you have a lifetime chip repair warranty and no appointments necessary. Just stop on in. Most chip repairs take 10 to 15 minutes. Remember, always call Diamond Auto Glass first, 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. I had a couple of news picks here from around the state. Uh, and, and your comments coming up, if you get them in, I'd love you to get those in right now so we can share them during the second hour of the show when Olivia comes in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com, Arizona News Picks. So, yeah, there's a bunch of smoke in northern Arizona. I didn't know what that was yesterday, but there was a lightning strike, I guess, southwest of Kachina Village, which is yeah, out, I read that too. south of Flagstaff. I was, we were getting smoke at the house, yeah. and it I just, it. I started, I actually saw it the day before. The smoke, yeah, um, like off in the distance, but yeah, yeah it was lightning strike. caused, and they said they're not stopping it at yeah, this point because they're just going to let it burn. Which Unless is what it has starts to, to threaten stuff. Yeah, which is what has to happen, and what they suppressed for so long. But they, right. the Forest Service has gotten a lot better at understanding this. We've and not buckling to even the, the enviro viral kind of nuts that remember the spotted owl mm-hmm. thing years and years ago, and don't touch anything. You can't touch a twig. You can't cut a dead tree. And I mean, they all. Most of them has, have, have even to come admit that to the sphere yeah. of reason that yeah. we knew, which was you got to cut down some trees. Yeah. There's way too many trees. Yeah. Right. And the spotted owl will move. <laughs> it's got wings. Yeah. <laughs> right? And, yeah. you know, they, they all got turned into crispy little critters after we didn't cut anything down. Right. Because the, the environmental and lawsuits. And when people are out in the forest a lot, they're close to town. And so if an yeah. accident happens, yeah, um, that's when it's really threatening and devastating for some families. 
Uh, let's see another one here. I told you that we we're going to have on the folks, the pro side of this almost billion dollar hospital and the no side coming up here end of this week into next week. And then we'll convene our panel and decide how, how we're voting on this issue. I know that a lot of you outside Flagstaff area, a lot of our audience, but this is still, this affects you because so many people yeah, use reading, flag medical. Um, in the pro and against our uh, letters mm-hmm. and some of them were from like Cottonwood or, yeah. you know, yeah, Rimrock or Williams or whatever. Cause a lot of them, even though they might have care where they live, you know, if they need a big surgery or Specialty something, they stuff, might yeah. be yeah. Uh, coming to flag. Exactly. So anyway, Angela <laughs> brought this booklet. I don't know what the people down at Flagstaff City Hall are thinking, but um, when I was down there for one term, we had initiatives that the council sent to the voters to decide on. There's just certain things that you can't pass or do without Cause approval like from the Because it's like changing the city charter it's Changing or the city yeah. charter, certain expenditure amounts, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. And I was always told... You better send uh, four or five, I believe. You know, don't send too many because, you know, people, this was, this was, uh, how long ago was that? I mean, we're talking ten eight, years. eight, ten years yeah. ago. And that was when people had a, a bigger attention span because <laughs> now they don't have an attention. I mean, it's like negative at this yeah. point. Nobody can, nobody can digest all this information that's, that's out there. So they send this booklet out. It's, it's like, um, it's like an encyclopedia. Yeah, I got what it in the thinking? mailbox, and a lot of times they broke like, the mailbox. I mean, it was so yeah. heavy they had a forklift delivered. A lot of times they are. Um, it's translated into Spanish, and so it's like half English and half Spanish. So I started thinking, well, this thing is kind of <laughs> thick, but it must be half of it is in Spanish. And the entire thing was in English. It was literally the entire book. I don't know how many pages it was, mm. but it went on forever. Yeah, well, that's what do you have to order the Spanish one? I mean, yeah, you have to go. Online. I expect, yeah. I demand that everything be put in every language nowadays. Yeah, I mean, just in case that, just in case there's one person, we got to be equitable. Yeah. You don't have you know? internet access, so you, you don't can't have, get your yeah, translation. Yeah, I mean, if there's somebody here from what would be some language that's more obscure, I don't know, some Pacific island yeah. somewhere. Yeah, I, I want that in there. I want right. this book bigger. No, well, anyway, I was, I was, I was shocked because I really like the only one I've heard about is 480 the hospital one. And I started looking at it and realized that there's other city propositions in here that I hadn't even heard about. I didn't know anything about. And I thought, well, okay, there's a couple of, yeah, but it, it went on and on and on for a total of 20, 20 questions on this ballot. All right, I don't know who's managing the city of Flagstaff anymore, who the city manager is, but you don't, That's too many, you don't put 20 things on the ballot. And, <laughs> Some Nobody's of them are really um, confusing. It's of hard to understand. Technical. Like some of them are really simple things. Like let's change this wording in the charter, and you know, yeah. and that's it. It's simple. Others are more, way more complicated than that. And um, I mean, depending on how you look at it, for Prop 480, it's dead last on the ballot. Yeah. So if people make it that far, I don't. Yeah, know. I, I don't and, know. And that'll be one of the questions I have to the pro and no side is, um, what do you think about being number twenty on this thing? Yeah, I mean, this right. is like a scroll. Ballots are usually pretty long. Now, there's no other items. There's no obviously statewide elections or anything like that. But people get ballot fatigue and they get down there, yeah. and they're like, check, check. Well, oh, reading my God, through really? that whole that booklet long? just to get to the, I mean, just yeah. trying to get uh, take in that yeah. much information no, it's, is it's, difficult. Most people aren't going to do it. They just sits in a pile or goes in the recycle bin. That's it. This is the part of, okay, Arizona's kind of unique, or a lot of the Western states have this uh, city manager council form of government, and Flagstaff and all your cities, everybody listening, that's the form of government you have. You, the city council 
uh, hires a city manager. The city manager acts as like the CEO. It's like a, it's like mm-hmm. a corporate method of, of governance, right? Mm-hmm. Versus a place like New York or Chicago where they have what's called a strong mayor. So the mayor is actually the, the executive, kind of, kind of like president. You know, they're mm-hmm. the executive, so they're also administering over, you know, the city departments and, and all of this and that. Um, the problem with the city manager style is uh, I have equated it in the past to a traveling circus act. And sorry if you're city manager out there, but not really. Um, they just bounce around from city to city. Right, yeah. And they'll stay for a few years. They're here and then for they move a few on. years. Yeah. It's very rare for them to hire internally and bring someone up through the ranks and they're really embedded in the community, partly because they're going to be hated within a few years and, you know, it's, it's kind of a, an issue. It's a, but then mm-hmm. so are politicians. So are, everybody hates their politicians yeah, after but a if, while. Yeah, but if you become hated here the, and you just move on to the next city where people don't yeah, know you. Yeah, exactly. So the, 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 the problem with this, this form of government is they're not invested in our communities. Mm-hmm. They're on a traveling circus tour and they're – they're never going to be so bold because they have to get the job in the next city when this one falls apart, usually within two to five years, sometimes mm-hmm. shorter, sometimes a little longer. They have a tremendous amount of power and they want more power. And one of the initiative or one of the, 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 the items is to allow them to spend more money without the approval of council. Yeah, they wanted right now the threshold is $50,000 <laughs> so that if they want to spend more than that, they have to go to the to city council. council for approval on that. And, and presumably the public, because the public, three people come, come and, to the council yeah, meeting, right, at least you have the opportunity. Right. Yeah, They want to bump that double to $100,000. Yeah, because of well inflation. inflation. They say inflation. I mean, okay, yeah. let, let me tell you how I'm voting on that one. And I haven't even read it. It's hell no. Right. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. Um, when you see that one, if you're in the city flag or if any of your city's charters want to raise the authority of the city manager, mm-hmm. they already have so much authority. Don't give them any more. Mm-hmm. Um, and in fact, I don't know if we go back to especially some larger cities back to a strong mayor. Now, it can yeah. be it can create some turmoil because it's more it's a political position mm-hmm. and a lot of cities are just two, two year terms maybe you look at going to a four year term maybe you do a two year term and it's hey you did a good job administering this city um, or you did a crappy job we're going to fire you right. you you ain't firing the city manager in fact the way the charter's written if i remember back correctly it took i think it took in a city like flagstaff there's seven members including the mayor it took four to hire the city manager, right? Mm-hmm. Simple majority. It took five. To fire Maybe they've changed it, but it took yeah. five to fire him. So even if you get a bad city manager, it's really hard to fire them. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I used to think that, oh, let's bring the professionals in. But the professional class in this country, the so-called elite technocrats with the degrees, like 15 degrees on their walls, have run this country into the into the ground. Right. And yeah. they're doing it everywhere, locally, yeah. because it, it, it's this presumption that we have to have this professional class of people strictly trained to do everything. And as we've learned since COVID and even before we knew this, there is nothing, there is, there's so many incompetent boobs out there that are, that are doing this stuff. So yeah, if I can, if I can be so bold, um, I will be voting no. <laughs> on giving them any more power right. and any more authority over the purse strings because they have way too much money. Because then it was just being 100000 here. Everything will come in at $99,993.92 exactly. well, or something. And now know? it comes in at $49,999. Yeah, 49, yeah. And I thought when I was in there, I think it was like 25000 but that was a while ago, and I forget more than 
I remember. So who, who the heck knows? Anyway, yeah. there you go. Have fun reading that book. Um, let's see. Uh, this one's from 12 News out of Phoenix. And this ties into this, maybe with this hospital vote that people of Flagstaff are going to be voting on. Arizona, here's a headline. Arizona can't keep up with the demand for doctors. Experts said Arizona could be short 2,000 primary care physicians by 2030 if the trend isn't reversed. And one of the things that they're saying on this hospital deal is, um, you know, we need more services. Yeah, do we even have the staff for this type of thing? It's an issue. I mean, we're short. So they say, I don't know, where, where did, how do they figure this? You know, do they just well, do a survey of existing the number medical of license? Okay, and yeah, it maybe makes sense. Yeah. So yeah, we're short in a in a state that's kind of a retirement state too. We have a ton yeah. of people moving here who are retiring. There's a ton of veterans in our state that moved to this to, to mm-hmm. Arizona, and the population there's there's an elderly population. Yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. has grown tremendously. Short two thousand primary care doctors. That's a, a little bit concerning. I so think a lot have, been, short, have been either leaving the profession or just not getting into it, unless you have that very strong desire calling to do it, just yeah. because of the malpractice suits and the insurance and I'm and all the, the, the all the stuff you got to deal with. Yeah, and now yeah. with COVID, with um, people either choosing to leave because they weren't going to go along with mm-hmm. the, the narrative mm-hmm. or feeling like they have no uh, authority over their own decisions on what they can treat someone with and what they yeah. can't and things like that. insurance company's ruling, yeah. It's ridiculous. I mean, I don't blame them. I wouldn't want to get myself, uh, you know, too deep into that either. Yeah, no, I, I, I can see that. And, and just the a kind of assembly, assembly line approach that it's taken, you know, and there's a lot of good doctors out there, but how many doctors have we lost because they wouldn't go along with the COVID? Right. How many people have we lost in a lot of professions? Yeah, not just left? doctors, just yeah. nurses. How many? And how many um, people ser- serving in the military? Yeah, and this doesn't even this isn't even talking about the nurse shortages and things like that. Mm-hmm. So tremendous problem, just one of uh, many that we got to deal with. All right. Hey, if you haven't subscribed to the podcast, look up Orbitz on all your podcast providers, whichever one you're using, and hit subscribe. Really appreciate that. Okay, um, get your comments in right now. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Um, I really want to share these during the 5 o'clock hour, so get them in, uh, and Olivia will rip through some of those. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Good time to call my friends at Desert Gold Exchange. I've told you to research this for a very long time because things ain't right, and I don't see them getting right at this point too quickly. So I look at it as an insurance policy. I'm not telling you to go out and buy a, a truckload of gold and silver. You've got to make that decision. Although every day I get closer and closer to digging a deep hole and getting a truckload of, <laughs> I don't know about gold because I yeah. don't think I could uh, do it like that senator. That I can't get the bars. Yeah. yeah. Uh, call Desert Gold Exchange, a family-run company here in Arizona. Keep the overhead low. They pass the savings on to you. They do a great job. Mention to Jeff over at the show. They'll treat you like gold, plus they'll send you up a free investor's kit if you want it. 888-852-4343. That's 888-852-4343. All right, it is um, Wing Wednesday over at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, uh, north of downtown Flagstaff. It's um, right there in the Basha Shopping Center. Voted best sports bar in Flagstaff many years in a row. We get that. We get over there a couple times a month. They have great wings and Wing Wednesday half price. Wings are good. (laughs) Yeah, the wings are excellent. All kinds of different sauces are a little messy sometimes, but it's worth it in the end. They'll give you extra napkins. Stop on by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. Get some great food. Hang tight. Back in a minute.
if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. This is The Jeff Orbit Show. The second day in a row I'm going to do this. This may become a regular feature. Stupid headline of the day. <laughs> Stealing it from like Johnny Carson or somebody. Yeah. Okay. And I could probably do a whole show, just stupid headlines. Yeah. But I don't know if there'll be a third day on this, but I'm doing it today. <laughs> America is watching. Fox News debate. <laughs> the GOP debate. Mm-hmm. America's not watching this. I think gonna. it's a stupid headline because <laughs> yeah. nobody's watching this. It's like America is watching. That's quote. America is watching. Are you watching a debate tonight? This is the. I didn't even know it was. Yeah, I know. Right it's now. like nobody's watching this. America is watching. Everybody's watching. This is like. I did must see the see headline TV. though that was like do or die for these. Do or die. Gosh, really? It, none of these guys, unless Trump gets um, abducted by aliens or some kind of weird, unthinkable scenario. None of these guys are going to be yeah. the, the, the nominee. Trump right. is going to be the nominee for the Republican Party, the GOP nominee. He's not going to the debates. He will not go to the debates because he doesn't want to play with the – he doesn't want to play T-ball. Yeah. And that's what it is. And I know there's some people that like some of the candidates. I know you like DeSantis, mm-hmm. I think. I do. Um, yeah. There's some that I like. But the, the more they mess with this guy, the more I'm like, yeah, let him run. Let's let's bring it on. Let's take. Oh yeah, let's I mean, take I'm by. in complete I mean, agreement. I mean, you yeah. got this New York thing, and they're they're just gonna they're gonna try. They they are trying so hard every day to destroy this guy. Uh, so I don't blame him for debating. He he gains nothing from that. But nobody's watching this. Um, these guys are all on kind of backup backup pitcher type scenario or something like backup to the backup to the backup to the backup. And you know, maybe one of them steps in as VP. Maybe a scenario develops where one of them will have to step up. Mm-hmm. and, you know, be picked at the convention yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. I, it's possible, but I, I find that improbable at this point. It's going to be it's going to be Trump, even if they try to block him from the ballot, which if they really want the country to come unglued and people to, you know, just absolutely lose it, they'll they'll do that. Mm-hmm. They'll get him off the ballot in a couple couple states and the yeah. country will then really say that it's a rigged election. I think that's what the Democrats want. They love and chaos. That, that's why they're giving him so much press and they're, you know, yeah. I mean, they can't wait to destroy him. Yep. And, yep. um, you know, however it unfolds, we'll see. But I think yeah. the Democrats want that. Yeah, they, they love it. They're the party of chaos. Yeah, to, just so they can destroy him. The Republicans are, uh, the mainstream Republican Party are, are feckless wimps, right? Mm-hmm. The Democrats, though, are just, the Democrat Party's become the party of the extreme leftist destroyers of this country. That's what they are. You got feckless wimps who can't, who haven't been able to stand up to, the destroyers and the, the, the destructors of our country. Mm-hmm. That's what we're dealing with at this point. Maybe Mark was on to something yesterday with no labels and you with independent. You well, know? and that's why I like DeSantis because he has stood up. Yeah. All right. More to come next hour. Your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Hang tight. Back in a few.
This portion of the show is brought to you by Sportsman's Bar and Grill. This is the Jeff Orvid Show. All right, welcome hour two of the show. Olivia's here with me. Did you like the Twitter X, I'm sorry, X post from the Everybody Must Eat? That was amazing. It's, yeah, just their mindset. Watch it. It's bizarre. Yeah, that's an hour. I think it's it's well worth uh, hitting once again because it shows how frantic the country's come. This is actually in Philadelphia. I wasn't sure where it was last hour. Um, but they're they're rioting like it's like a department store though. It's not even like groceries that I can tell. They're smashing the doors everybody and must everybody, must everybody, must everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Everybody must eat. Why you have it like memorized. I guess these are the ones. Is that much? <laughs> everybody must eat. Wow. This is uh this is happening in America. I mean it's like uh, if you're not out of a, I don't even know what size of place you need to live in nowadays, like to avoid this insanity. Oh, like you like know, like population houses. size. You know, I, I was always thinking like you get in a town under fifty thousand, you're pretty good. But you know, after seeing the wire locked up in Cottonwood this weekend at the Home Depot, and the you know, and, and be, hearing that potentially six figures is stolen just in places like that. I don't know exactly. if that's it's true. It's starting to be just, just like where there are people. Yeah. Where it's like, where you, yeah, it's a madhouse. But yeah, this, this lady was nuts. I mean, it was crazy, but they're all just going to rioting and, and just, just, this was, this was several days ago, but it's happening over and over again uh, throughout the country. I, I guess at least I, I, well, I see it in these news clips and stuff for these Twitter feeds or X feeds, whatever you want to call it. I, I mean, I'm not there on the ground. I don't see it in our town, you know? I, so Maybe it's just that we're so interconnected now. It's no, just you it's see insanity. in that video, there's like hundreds of hundreds people. Hundreds of people. There, there are so many yeah, people. They so arrested some of them. but It's not like it's just one place that it's happening occasionally. Yeah. yeah. So you had a, a, an emergency fire drill today, huh? And you walk outside. Oh, well, yeah, it was yesterday. And it was <laughs> it was really surprising because they always do the fire drills, I feel like, during the same class. And this one was at a different time of the day. It was in the afternoon, and it was between periods. Yeah. And so we walk outside, and it's like chaos because it's passing period, so everyone's everywhere. What's passing period? What's that mean? You don't know what that means? No, I don't know what that means. Just like you didn't know what context clues meant. Is this like you're all zipping by each other? Context clues, Dad. You pass between periods. Oh, okay. It's a time in between the class where you go to your next class. I thought it was something deeper. Okay. All right, go on. No. It's not very deep. I'm pretty sure everybody else... That's listening is laughing at you now. But- I, I am here to amuse. I, 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 do I not entertain you? Are you not entertained? That's from the Gladiator, by the way. Anyways, <laughs> we go outside and like all you can smell and see is smoke. Like mm. it's crazy. It's just everywhere. So you thought school and was on fire? I didn't say I did because I knew there was a had- fire. Okay, context. But I know that other people did. But I thought that the <laughs> smoke was so bad that it set off the... The, um, oh, the detectors. Smoke, smoke detectors, yeah. But they were just like, oh, no, we just wanted one during passing periods, and <laughs> there just passing happened period. to be fire, and I was like, hmm, well, he caused a bit of a panic, but... <laughs> Olivia's like, run, it's fire, it's <laughs> everywhere. Not. No, it's, and we talked about this last hour, Angela was on, it's um, lightning strikes out the Flagstaff, and there was, um, it's like... Up, I don't know, east of Kachina or something, somewhere out there. Just uh, the wind blowing it into they're letting it, Yeah, they're letting it burn, though. So yeah, and which is a good thing. I mean, it's, and it, I think it's supposed to cool down. I think starting tomorrow, the next day, um, we're supposed to see some pretty cool weather moving in, some fall weather. So why not? I mean, you got uh, 
you got uh, we are in we are in fall now, and you've got uh, October coming up. You got the government shutdown coming up, so I, I think that's it. And so we'll get to that. But I want to get to some of your comments. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Plus, we do have the giveaway. You know what, Olivia? I've been neglecting um, on our giveaway. Uh, so why don't we remind folks that, about that real quick before we get to some comments? Uh, you have a few more days, just till the end of September. So today and three more. Go to talk with Very good. Jeff. The smoke. Thing. Thank you. I even remembered the day. I don't know the date all that often. That. <laughs> you didn't have to use the calculator. Well, so I good. even knew how many days were in September. Yeah. Okay. Um, giveaway. Thank you. Click Go to, to talkwithjeff.com. Yep. I'm right here on top. See? Uh, sponsors and giveaways. It's just at the top. Giveaway. Click to enter. Yeah. Go I'm, to that. Entering is super easy. We just ask for an address only if you win. To send it to you. And we got some great and prizes give us, up there. yeah, some kind of comment. We have $50 at Sportsman's Bar and Grill, another 50 at Namarco's Pizza, another 50 cash debit card courtesy of Gettle's High Desert Mechanical, and an $85 Timberline Firearms and Training intro to handguns course. Yeah, I, I, I think you need the training, folks. I mean, it's, uh, I need to go do more training with Rob out at Timberline Firearms and Training because, uh, you know, the insanity you see and just being proficient is really an, important. So um, go ahead and enter in. I think that's a good one. $85 intro to handguns. Go to talkwithjeff.com, click on sponsors and giveaways and, and get in there. All right, let's get to a couple comments. By the way, I have Glenn Least coming up to, to round out the hour here in just a bit. Uh, give you a market update. We got we got more than we'll probably, we'll go into overtime. I'm sure in the podcast. Republicans need to tell the Marxist Democrats 15 days to slow spending in DC. <laughs> Tim, I heard that. Yeah, Glenn Beck was pushing that, and I, I said the same thing yesterday after the show was done and we got the podcast up. It was um, shut it down, bring it on, shut it down. If I had time to do a bumper sticker on that, bring it on, shut it down. Uh, I will. I don't know if I have time this week. Maybe we'll do it next week. We'll bring bring in somebody from Congress that's you know sane, which seems to be getting be, getting, be it's it's more less and less you know available for us to to pull from at this point. But I say shut it down because these feckless, wimpy little wet noodle Republicans they 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 always say they're going to do this stuff and they never do it. I'm so tired of it. And kudos to the Freedom Caucus and those very small percentage. Very small percentage of people who, you know, actually keep standing up uh, from the Republican side. What I fear is going to happen is the weak little wimp noodles, and McCarthy is one of them. He's been in politics his whole life. Give me a break. This guy went to college, got an internship in D.C., went back to California, got in the legislature, went to Congress. His whole life. His whole life is government. I'm so tired of these people that are in that are in these so-called representative positions their entire life. Go it's get like, a real job. Have you ever been job. in your country? Yeah, go get a real job. Go get a real job. And you knew this guy was going to be a problem. I think they're going to bring in the Democrats, and they're going to give them whatever they want to keep the government going. I fear that. And maybe the government will shut down. Maybe it'll go on for a week or two or something like that. But when it gets tight and people start pressuring them in the mainstream, dying legacy corporate media starts pressuring them, they're going to buckle and they're going to go to the Democrats. When they do that, if they do that, and I expect they will do that, uh, the Republican Party is dead to me. I don't, I don't want nothing to do with them after that. Don't, I'm not switching to Democrat. Democrats are destructors in this society, absolutely, utterly useless. Uh, unbelievable how useless they are. Um, but the Republican Party, I'm just sick of it. So this is your chance. Show it. Do it. You know, bring it on. Shut it down. And get, look, we got to cut spending. 
Not 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 one percent. Not sixty billion dollars, which is a, some made up number. When you're overspending by two trillion dollars, you need to cut a little bit more than sixty billion dollars. Simple math. I, I don't know what else to say to these people anymore. But you're utterly useless to me if you don't if you don't do it this time. Not later. Not down the road. Hits the pavement right now. Hits the pavement right now. So thanks for that comment. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. That's talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Give me another. The World Economic Forum, WEF, has written and promoted articles saying Lego was going green. <laughs> I would start making their bricks out of eco-friendly materials. The earliest I could find <laughs> is an article written by them in March 2018 saying plant-based materials and later promoting an article from June 2021 saying recycled plastic bottles. On September 25th, multiple outlets, even the Verde Independent, reported that Lego abandoned the project because they figured out the material didn't reduce carbon emission. (laughs) Just an example of a silly green initiative the WEF promoted that failed, Richard. Yeah, every time they try to come up with... Yeah, I mean, they try to come up with an alternative, and it burns up just as much or more more. resources. Uh, Electric cars. Okay, we're giving up one drivetrain that's been tried and tested for 100 years at least, more than that really, um, burning gasoline or diesel. We're giving that tried, tested, refined, uh, fuel efficient now, environmentally friendly now with all the advances we've made. We don't have, we, we do have cities with smog, but nothing like the 70s, nothing like before the advent of the catalytic converter. We're giving that technology up for. Something that the government and boneheaded politicians that are utterly clueless in everything they do say is going to work. What do you, these guys can't even do math, basic math. <laughs> do you think, think anything they do is going to work? I'm so fed up, Olivia. I'm just I'm so fed up with these these politicians. They make me they actually make me nauseous to my stomach at this point. You know, I'm going to be like that girl in that video yelling that in the street too. <laughs> what, what was she yelling? Um, People got to eat. People got to eat. <laughs> Nobody's going to eat if they keep spending money like this. No, but what I was going to say is that what I think people will forget with both the Lego example and the Tesla example Mm. on any scale is that you're still making the same thing. It's still the same (laughs) amount of materials. And since we aren't exactly just harvesting things from space, it's all coming (laughs) from this planet. So it's like it's all coming from somewhere. And say that we just start using plants or whatever, in 100 years is it going to be like, no more plants. (laughs) The world has turned brown. We need to go back to oil from the ground that's uh exactly we need to they like won't call it it's kind of like on top of it it's kind of like how now uh wood stoves are back in fashion and, and firewood uh so but they had to rename it biomass <laughs> we need to get a biomass stove in a hundred years or something after they destroy everything they're gonna be like we need biofuel we need envi- see because the reason why we need to start using biofuel that black substance that comes from um, the earth that we drill down and get is because that's decomposed. That's all natural. That's um, environmentally friendly because it comes from within the earth. It's going to be something like that. It's going to be a total, you know, bizarre world. They're going to be like, yeah, they're going to figure out a way to get back to oil somehow. That's going to be totally it's 1984. Like the oil comes from the earth too. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, these people are insane. Um, yeah, the Legos. So you go to another material and you find out it just takes as much. And your example, Olivia, is, is spot on. Uh, again, an electric car, that's fine. You're just talking drivetrain, though. The car's still the car. You still got seats and a steering the wheel, metal a radio, outside. metal, plastic, wheels. I, are the, wheel, the, 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 the tires are still made of rubber. 
And last I checked, rubber comes from a tree, and you know you have to tap that and get that, and then ship and it overseas. Watch the videos of like how long it takes to make things with rubber. Yeah, it's insane. It takes forever. They have to get it at like night, and then you have to get so much, and then do all these processes to actually make it. Where's is this Southeast Asia or is that Africa? I think, I think it's, it's Africa. No, I think Wait. I think it's Africa because. Yeah, I think they harvest. They tried in South America. I think Ford tried starting um, a rubber planting area in South America, and then there, some kind of invasive species. This off the top of my head, I watched the documentary years ago. Came in and it destroyed the whole rubber. Uh, no, area. I think you're right. So yeah, you're, you're right. You have to, um, you have to, you have to bring it from somewhere. I think you just got one on Trump. So let's hit on let's hit on that one too. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Last hour I was talking about this. This judge who ruled against Trump uh, and basically wants to take apart Trump's real estate empire, Trump organization, and valued Mar-a-Lago at $16 million. It's like, yeah, maybe for a little piece of the land there. Uh, utterly clueless. Give me another comment. Regarding the indictment of Senator Bob Menendez, yeah. I'm an independent. Did you forget about Rick Renzi? If I remember, he had 33 felony charges pending and he got reelected. He Paul. did. He did. And then I think he got some of them overturned much later. Um, but yeah, he had a bunch of charges against him. I remember that. I don't remember the specific details of the trial. Um, who was that from? Uh, Paul. Paul. Yeah. I, I Look, Paul, the Democrats are jacked up. The Republicans are jacked yeah, up. I'm not picking favorites here. We've got, I don't know. I, I should sit down and look at all hundred senators, right? And see what percentage of senators we have in there that are senile at this point, what percentage that are crazy, what percentage that are outright crooks or under investigation. I mean, the, the, the numbers must be staggering. Yeah, this is a joke. This is, they've turned our country into a joke, and it's, it's time for people to say, nope, And that's I'm how done. we know that the I'm Republicans done. are being useless is because there would <laughs> at least be, like, a little bit of progress. Maybe we could There's solve, no like, one or two problems. They, they sided with the Democrats to get rid of the debt ceiling till uh, 2025. They, it's like, oh, let's just raise it. They were going to raise it up. They, no, they didn't. Even, they didn't do that. They just got rid of it. They took the roof and shattered it. It's never probably coming back. I mean, that's what that's what we're dealing with. That. So no, I, I'm not picking on just this Menendez out of New Jersey, who you don't even hear about now. Just disappeared. You know, we're onto new things in the media, right? Um, it's, it's there's so many of them. You could could you imagine how rampant the corruption is running in in D.C. That that. This guy's been there for a while. He's been charged in the past. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, let's let's come let's come back and hit on some more of those email comments. Look at the uh, look at email, see what's popped in. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. And hit subscribe if you're listening to the podcast. Appreciate that. All right, let's see here. Having one of those moments, Olivia. Let's see. If you need to get your home refinanced. Call my good friend Kim Dawson at Nova Home Loans. Uh, you know that's what Angela and I did just last year, and Kim did an excellent job. It's confusing, and the paperwork is stacking up, not because of Kim, not because of Nova Home Loans, but because of all the requirements that you have to sign off on. It takes somebody that really knows this stuff to walk you through everything. She does a great job. Uh, she can also work on getting you a pre-approval letter. It's like next best thing to have in cash in hand. Uh, if you're doing a purchase, if you're doing a refinance, call Kim Dawson at 928-310-6458. That's 928-310-6458. Mention the Jeff Orvitz Show when you call Kim. Please do that. 
because I want you to tell her you heard about it here, of course, right? But I also want you to get $250 off the lender's fee at closing. That's Kim Dawson of Nova Home Loans. Nova Home Loans, the largest privately uh, owned mortgage lender in the state that can find the best program for you. Kim Dawson, 928-310-6458. Kim Dawson, NMLS 697411. Nova Home Loans, NMLS 3087, BK number 090242. Equal housing opportunity, subject to credit approval. Terms and conditions may apply. environmentally unfriendly to eat at this point exactly There's unless you harvest it places. from an electric tractor oh you, oh then it's okay and it's okay until it's not until they tell you it's not and then, then they're like and then oil, they, oil oil wood stoves are bad wood don't burn firewood it Back causes smoke gas. biomass is good <laughs> what do you got talk with jeff at icloud.com i have a comment from dave hey jeff thanks for the show I was trying to figure out on this whole deal with the judge in New York who filed the charges. I don't think a judge can make a case. Doesn't someone have to actually file charges? Yeah, they haven't even gotten to the whole case. It still has to be tried. It's like the judge already kind of came up and put all this stuff in place. The judge basically said that, if you weren't listening last hour, that Trump uh, misrepresented his the, the assets, the value of his assets, the uh, assets, the buildings, right? We're talking in New York, but somehow Mar-a-Lago got thrown in there, which is in Florida, of course. And the judges, to me, by valuing, they said, oh, it's $16 million. To, to me, shows that the guy's a bonehead because it's got to be worth hundreds of millions of dollars. You couldn't build Mar-a-Lago for that. You couldn't buy the land under. This is 65,000 square feet, judge. I mean, I mean, all of a sudden, it's these politicians, you know, they're, they're health experts. Because I, I consider a judge a politician at this point because they get appointed or they get elected in most places, right? So these become political extensions to the, to the machine. You know, now they're, they're experts on real estate. They're experts on the economy. Remember during COVID? Shut your business down. Oh, you can't evict someone, but they can live there. Uh, they're experts on everything now. They know how to run the whole country, these judges, yeah, these the bureaucrats, and these deciders. politicians. We need the smallest government possible. You need to starve them of money. When any government, and, and there's one in the city of Flagstaff, by the way, they're asking to give authority to the city manager to, for the, the, that the manager and, and staff to be able to spend money up to 100000 without going to council, up from the current 50000 Do not vote for that. Uh, make them go in a public process. Do not give them more money. The worst thing you can do, anything that comes up to vote for, I don't care if it's puppies, kittens, little babies, whatever they throw out there as far as a, a tax increase, I'm voting no on everything. I've been doing that for a long time. They get they, no more money for these people because look what's happened. The country almost fell apart in the beginning when they were trying to make it when some people were like, oh yeah, we need a big, strong government. But other people were just like, no, 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 no. no. And that's why there were all these... Um, restrictions, but it's just like slowly creeps up with just like one thing. Oh, if you make that little thing okay, it's like a little loophole. Yeah. And then suddenly it's huge it's and there's one more this thing. that's okay and that that's okay. And then we get to the point that we are now. I know. The federal income tax came in in 1913 uh, uh, and it started as a tax for the very wealthy at like 1 or 2%, something like that. And look where it is now. 
And look, I know a lot of you are reliant on so many different programs out there. Nobody wants their program to cut. They just want somebody else's program cut. It's just like nobody wants a house built in their backyard, not in my backyard, but they like the house that they have and they'd rather have it built down the road. Nobody wants any of that stuff. But the reality is the ever shrinking and the thing going on in D.C. with the um, discretionary funding, the discretionary budget, which makes up maybe 27, 26% of the actual budget, that's shrinking. Uh, we got to dip into the other three quarters of the budget, which means transfer payments, which means how do we reform Social Security in the long run, Medicare, all of that, uh, the debt service is going up. How do we reform all this stuff so that our kids and grandkids don't wind up living in a third world broke country all because you needed your stuff now and to hell with future generations. And I'm not being condescending here to anybody who gets the stuff. I want to do it responsibly, but we better rip into this stuff pretty soon and figure out how we start curbing this stuff as people get older. Maybe we have a cutoff. You know, Maybe if you're 40, you're, you're weaned off Social Security and you're, you're not going to have to do it. You're going to get a private uh, thing. Oh, I'll go 47. I don't care. Take my age group. Um, but if we don't dive in as a, as, a, as a country to the transfer payment side of all this, we're going to go broke and nobody's going to get anything. They're going to print the money out. So your social security check that you get ain't going to be worth anything anyway. So we better fix this and you better be willing to chop just about everything out there or else we're going down, we're going down the road to hell here. That's why you can't give them even the tiniest did, yeah, bit of ground. Yeah, I am of the opinion we got to get back to our founding principles, and we've got to get back to uh, people taking care of themselves, communities taking care of people, local governance, not central government governance, this boondoggle. I, I, I fear I live in a fantasy world, Olivia, you know, at this point, probably. It's the stuff of stories. <laughs> It's the stuff of stories, all right. If you got a story or maybe you disagree with me or agree with me or whatever, talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Olivia will be looking out for that. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Get those in right now. Gutter Helmet of Northern Arizona, man. What a great system to protect your gutters from getting all clogged up, especially as we get into colder weather here. And before you know it, you got ice damming going on. Um, gutter Helmet's been around for 40 years, over 40 years of experience. Gutter Helmet's, Helmet's got the best manufacturer's lifetime transferable warranty on performance and materials. So they have a multi-patented reverse curve. It goes over those gutters. It's not one of those cheesy screens that blocks stuff, which doesn't work. Uh, this is a great system that keeps everything out of those gutters. You don't want to clean your gutters again. You don't want to go up on the roof. Call or text Carl, the Gutter Helmet man, right now. Mention the Jeff Orbit Show. This is an unbelievable deal that he's been going on. Having go on for, for listeners of the show, 35% off. 35% off when you mention the Jeff Orvitz show. 928-318-6555. That's 928-318-6555. Or go to gutterhelmetnaz.com. You're at Angela talk about all state insurance agency in Flagstaff can help you out anywhere throughout Northern Arizona, really throughout Arizona. Um, uh, the Boatners do an excellent job. Angela told you how we've saved a, it was, I, I thought it was hundreds, but it's actually thousands of dollars a year when we switched over to all state, your home, your auto, your, uh, your business policies, your boat, your spaceship, 
They even do spaceships. They have a special rider for that. <laughs> spaceship, oh, I should, I should get spaceship that. Spaceship insurance, yeah. Now, and Allstate will help you out. Uh, they've done a great job for us. Really, really happy with them. Um, and I know insurance is a big part of your monthly expenditures. Call Eric Boatner, Lisa Boatner at Allstate Agency at 928-774-8722. That's Allstate Insurance Agency, 928-774-8722. Hang tight. Back in a minute. If you're listening to the podcast, please give us a great review and also give us a comment in there. If you're not listening to the podcast, subscribe. Look up The Jeff Orbit Show. Also on video, Rumble, follow us there. And on YouTube, subscribe. We appreciate everyone who's done that. Listening to the Jeff Orovitz Show. Call Diamond Auto Glass first before making an auto glass claim. Now, here's why: most insurance companies they use a nationwide glass shop to answer their calls, and they're going to try to route you to their shop, which may very well delay the time it takes to replace your glass. Now, when you get a rock chip in your windshield, stop on by Diamond Auto Glass as soon as possible. Repairing a chip will stop it from spreading, and it'll save you from a costly windshield replacement. If you've replaced your windshield with Diamond Auto Glass before, as I have, you have a lifetime chip repair warranty, and no appointments necessary. Just stop on in. Most chip repairs take 10 to 15 minutes. Remember, always call Diamond Auto Glass first, 928-779-4140. That's 928-779-4140 or go to thedifferenceisclear.com. This is the Jeff Orbit Show. Glenn Leist from WT Wealth Management joins us for a market update and then staying extra so we can do some stuff for the weekend, too. So, AI for that one. That would be a great show, great podcast. AI is not going away. I I learn more about it every day, and it's amazing stuff. But you've got stuff on the interest rates and on the inflation rate. And I've been so distracted, Glenn, by the craziness going on and the impending government shutdown. And the end of the world, that's about to hit. The, uh, Nobody's going to be able to eat. Potential civil uh, civil war in Russia. You forgot to add that. Oh, in. okay. Yeah. yeah, that. Division within the ranks of people in the um, military. Uh, potential World War Three. I mean, mm-hmm. potential yeah. um, mass invasion at the border going on. Uh, but, hey, there's a, there's a GOP debate going on tonight. Are you going to watch it? <laughs> I don't think anyone's watching that thing. I'll watch it after the fact. You're going to watch it? Yeah. You're going to do it? Okay, yeah. can you do me a favor and just report back? <laughs> like who's the best second stringer there you know out of the group just let me yeah i don't have to share yeah. it with the public if you don't yeah. want but just give me I'll, I'll do you as an unnamed source for, for <laughs> yeah, that one the, trump didn't show up to the first one and then if he's so ahead in the polls he's like why do i need to show he ain't up? Shown up yeah like, at this point it'd be like i'm giving this legitimacy you know the 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 other candidates hmm. he's just like he's just assuming he's the nominee which he's gonna be yeah i think he's gonna be okay uh <laughs> interest rates so, yeah, they're at 5.25 to 5.5 at the Fed funds rate. And uh, so far, the uh, Federal Reserve has signaled that they're, you know, leaving rates unchanged for right now. They haven't specifically mentioned, hey, we're done. Like, we don't need to raise rates anymore. We're going to pause. Uh, and we've met our targets because mm. historically in the markets, um, actually I was pulling up some uh, data for research and looking at the last 
six or seven interest rate rising cycles. And when the Federal Reserve has announced we're done raising rates, we don't need to raise them anymore, what has the market done in the next 12 to 24 months? And usually, um, more often than not, you know, six out of seven times, the markets are up anywhere from 15 to 35%. Mm. And so uh, I look at that as a possible um, really good news around the horizon. But as far as, you know, where they're looking to, what what's going to cause them to stop raising rates? They, they're looking yeah. at inflation, and we just got those CPI numbers what's out. What's that? What's uh, that? Three point seven. So okay. So we by my this, math, it's almost eight. We, yeah, yeah. But we can argue that. Yeah, we're talking day. about yeah, just double yeah, the number. Yeah, just double the number. Rate. They say yeah, <laughs> it's probably so, gonna be triple soon. Um, yeah, <laughs> and and interesting enough with the the Federal Reserve and the the current or any presidency, they're supposed to be sold in separate entities, mm. right? But I think I'd be naive to say that there's not influence uh, from the president on the you know Federal Reserve. So I I wouldn't be surprised if in late 2024 or early even mid 2024 we start seeing some interest rate cuts. So that way the current administration you know, going into the reelection season can say, oh look what we just did, our economy's great, you know, or look at this new thing we passed that's great for our constituents because people seem to have a short memory. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if that happens and there's some undue influence. But as of right now, we're we're cold and steady, you know. Yeah, I just um, if they raise it again, I mean, I know mortgage rates were between seven and eight <laughs> percent right, last yeah. I checked for yeah. a thirty-year fix. You actually had those numbers. Yeah, did you have there. that? Because yeah. yeah, tell me what that is. Because I mean, if you're talking, let's just look at Flagstaff where the median home price is you know yeah. eight hundred or something. Uh, people are spending five thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. and, which is uh, out of reach. Yeah, it says the average thirty-year fixed mortgage is now seven point seven five. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, close. So they raise that again. I, I, I got to be honest, Glenn. I thought the this is the highest, um, the quickest, biggest increases in, in interest rates that we we've ever seen. I mean, we were oh, yeah. we were yeah. nothing. It's been the last at least yeah. 40, 50 years. Yeah, by far. and yeah. over the past fourteen months or so, fifteen months, I thought midway through this thing, a few rates cuts back that that was going to trash the economy because we're a debt based society, so everybody's yeah. payments go up per huh. month. Yeah, and it, it didn't, which I guess says to the uh, to, to the resiliency of the American economy. Yeah, that's one positive thing we can say. It's surprising. Yeah, so the the interest rates of the Federal Reserve do have a significant impact on the economy because it's the base rate, like you're saying, mm-hmm. that all the other interest rates come off of. So your car loans, your credit cards, your mortgages, they're not going to be lower than that base rate. That's yeah. just not how it's going to work, and so. Obviously, the mortgages are at 7.75 for the average 30-year. Your credit card rates have probably gone up. You know, your car loans, they're, you're not getting a car loan for 1%, 2%. Um, Remember the 0% for yeah. 60 months. That's so long gone. Yeah, I mean, who would <laughs> offer that loan? I mean, yeah, I guess a manufacturer could do that, but why do that when the marketplace is doing 7 and 8% loans? There's, there's some money to be made there. So, But it, it does have... Um, a negative impact if you keep raising the rates too much because things become so expensive and borrowing and debt is such a big part of our society, both in our economy and us as consumers. Um, you look at businesses, they, they sometimes use debt to finance future operations and to grow their business or you're wanting to buy a house. You're not paying cash. You're, you're having to borrow the money. So that seven, almost 8%, uh, mortgage rate, can almost double your payment, you know, from yeah. a 3%. So it eats away at your buying power or you're paying double for your mortgage, which unless you're making a whole lot more money, it's just not possible to pay And I'm double, certain that's know. why people haven't been moving and we have a, a existing housing uh-huh. stock inventory mm-hmm. 
problem is because who the heck would move from, unless you had to, a 2.753% rate that you got during COVID craziness mm-hmm. to a 7 8% mortgage for a home that is also going to be higher cost, even though you're going to squeeze money out of equity when you sell your home yeah, because it's gone up a lot. But yeah, I think a lot of people are sitting still. Yeah, no, you're, and I've heard that a lot. The rationale, like, why would I get out of this really low interest rate, yeah. sell the home? Because unless you pay cash, if you pay cash, it's a different story. But like I said, majority of uh, people buying homes, they're, they're borrowing. It is they amazing have, when yeah. I have Kelly Broadus in, though, and she talks about the amount of people that are coming and buying, snap, snapping up uh, one, two, three million dollar homes cash. And they're doing it. And it's just like, I mean, it's a small part of the market to, yeah. to be sure, but. It goes to show you how much our system's been flooded with with money, though. And over are those the mostly people? Uh, is there a certain, out of town? Out of town? Out of well, I'm just like wondering, like, yeah, is, is there, it a second home? What, what's their? Or are they coming from like another state, leaving that state, <clears throat> taking yeah. their money with them because they had inflated prices out there? I don't. It'd be interesting to see. I mean, we all have heard, oh, the Californians come out here and you know sell their homes at the higher rates or higher, you know, values. But in Flagstaff, they probably are very similar nowadays yeah, for a yeah. lot of places in California. Um, like I remember went out and visited some friends a couple of years ago and I was like, Oh, how much did your house cost? I looked it up and I was like, that's a lot less than my house. It's <laughs> stick built and it's newer. And, you know, I was like, I was having this yeah. discussion with a couple of buddies. Um, it was just last night. Um, we were talking about, how expensive it is in Flagstaff and Sedona and other areas and how the governments, the local governments continually try to address affordable housing. And we're like, you're just not going to address this. And um, an example that somebody gave that others have given in the past, I think even I is, is like, I'm not going to move to San Francisco. I would never move to San Francisco, but San Francisco is very expensive. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't be expected to move to San Francisco or a tower in Dubai, or you name these expensive places and say, I'm here. You got to provide me housing. You got to provide me affordable housing. And we got into talking about uh, a bit about just making it and buying homes. And you've been here a while. I've been here a while. And it was definitely different years ago. Uh The cost basis was lower. That time has gone by, though. But to think that there's not other opportunities in this great big country of ours where you can go buy a hundred dollars $300,000 house with probably um, on acreage. That's definitely available. And people say, well, that maybe I don't want to live there. Well, maybe life just isn't always dandelions. And, 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 well, yeah. You know. I, I, I mean, I, I <laughs> not everything's. Someone, yeah, sold their manufactured house. It's yeah. probably 30 years old. Here? For, yeah. Like right at 400 something thousand and then moved to Kansas. And they're like, oh, yeah, they sell houses here for forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000. You know, for 200000 you know, I'm able to buy oh, twice as nice of a house as I had before plus acreage. And so, yeah, there are opportunities elsewhere. Now, not everywhere is desirable as Flagstaff. I get that. But yeah, I hear you. You guys, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And that's unfortunate because I've even known people, you know, real close friends that just tried to make in Flagstaff for so long. And they're like, we're never going to own a home here. You're not, yeah. And they just kind of gave up. And they're like, we're going to move out, you know, to the Midwest. I think it's Minnesota they mm-hmm. moved to. And now home ownership is actually a possibility for them. And they worked for the city. And so they had decent wages. But it's even if you make $100,000 and you've got family affords, it's not as much as it used to be. Well, especially especially here. Yeah. Um, there are areas you can go. And, and look, a lot of jobs will pay the same throughout the country. But that mm-hmm. cost of housing uh, could be... In one place, 25% of your monthly income versus Flagstaff, it might be 50 or 60. And you're just not going to get ahead with that. So yeah. to me, the solution is you got to take a hard look. And I know it's hard because, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to do it because i got family here. i got friends here. i got them established. But if you're – especially if you're younger yeah. and if you were coming to me with advice and saying, how do I get ahead – 
you know, I am in this field and I'm going to max out at $75,000 a year, whatever, $100,000 a year, I would have to say you, you better look at other areas where you can also do that field. And then maybe you're coming back here in 10, 20 years. You know, yeah. maybe you're getting in a different position because this has become out of reach and I, I don't see that changing. And the, the sad reality is you got to figure out how, how the people that, and you see this throughout the country in resort style areas, mm-hmm. up, upper priced areas, people work, people have jobs in these communities. So mm-hmm. where do they live? And a lot of people, unfortunately, are having to grow pretty big distances to yeah. um, work in those areas. exactly like yeah. that where the market has been so saturated with <clears throat> short-term rentals that it, the, any kind of long-term rentals that are available, they're astronomically expensive. And so people are living outside of the city, maybe in Cottonwood or Camp Verde, and they commute in. And so the, the sad part about that is I was actually talking to someone. They're like, yeah, we may have to close the high school in, in Sedona because yeah. we just don't have as many families the kids? here. Because yeah? okay. they're not living here. They're, they ain't that they old. Yeah. They, they can't afford here, and so they had to uh, live in the other town over and work in Sedona. And so you, you have this uh, deterioration of the community, which at the same token, it's like I get it. If you want to do an Airbnb, you know, make some money, you got you to gotta take care of you and your own. But it is really sad, you know, to see communities struggle in that area. Yeah, and that's interesting because people in Sedona a long time ago used to have to go all the way up to Jerome to go to uh, high school. Wait. Uh, Angela has family that used to do that. So you would go the opposite. Now people go in the opposite direction in the, coming the into campus, work. And, the high school <laughs> campus in Sedona is beautiful. It's a nice campus. Yeah. yeah no, they what, used to go from Sedona. They go all the way up to Jerome uh, for schooling from Sedona. And then when I was in uh, Coconino High School back a few years ago, uh, the very beginning before Sedona came in, there was kids coming from Sedona up to up to Coconino. Wow. You know, so crazy stuff. Talk with Jeff at iCloud.com. Uh, I've got a comment from Patricia I want to hit on from Camp Verde. Hang tight. All right, if you're one of those people that are like, I am moving to, what'd you say, Minnesota <laughs> or wherever. There's a lot of places. I mean, yeah. and maybe you're like, hey, I've been in Flagstaff or surrounding areas for a long time and I've built up a lot of equity. You could have even got lucky and you bought like in 14, 15, you know, before everything spiked again after the, the crash and you're doing pretty good. You got some equity on paper. Look, Kelly Broadus with the Broadus Properties Group brokered by EXP. Uh, she's going to be able to help you out. She's got a full team around her that'll help you market, that will market the home for you. Uh, you, you don't have to be involved with holding a sign up or anything. She's going to do that. Her team's going to do that. Uh, They're going to bring in professionals to take good pictures, drones, things like that. Here's the bottom line. She puts a lot of money into getting your home sold, and it works because people are getting top dollar. Uh, Call Kelly Broadus at 888-446-5602. That's 888-446-5602. Or go to northernarizonafinehomes.com. Seeing videos like that one out of Philadelphia, I think about um, gun training, gun safety, because what happens if a mob comes? Like, I mean, it's mm-hmm. insane. I would never want to be in that position. Could you imagine? Um, but training so, is key. <clears throat> training is key. had this uh, conversation even this morning with my wife, and she had a, a, a friend that she knew that was living in Scottsdale, and they, they were successful, ran businesses, and um, you know their family was there. They had a couple kids, and then the riots happened during the pandemic and it was like on their streets was happening. The riots right there. And they were so frightened and so alarmed by how close and it hit home. They packed up all the kids drove to Flagstaff and, and they never returned. Gone. They were never, gone. never returned. They yeah. packed up, moved well, everything, sold it. And they're like, 
this is not the life we yeah, want to have. And, and people are making that decision. And they're lucky enough that they're able to do that. But what for, what about those that are stuck, that don't yeah. have the resources to move? You know, having that ability to uh, keep you and your family safe from people is that... very, very important. And look, I, I yeah. get training done at Timberline Firearms and training. They've done a good job for me. Great job for me for years. Uh, they've got everything from intro to handguns to... Um, uh, um, new, new to firearms, first shots programs, things like that. They've got the stop the bleed course. Highly recommend going out to Timberline Firearms and training. Uh, Rob Wilson and his team do a great job. 928-526-7900. Book that right now. 928-526-7900. And um, head on out there for their great shooting range. Tomorrow's uh, Thursday's Ladies' Day, by the way. Get a gun rental included with that. Just got to buy range ammunition. Five minutes north of the Flagstaff Mall, Timberline Firearms and Training. I want to end with a comment here. Um, I was talking about that lady who was yelling, everybody got to eat, everybody's got to eat, you know, just the, as how they're the, breaking as in the and stuff. the mob was breaking into it. <sighs> it said wine and spirits on the title, so maybe it's saying everyone got <laughs> drink, to, needs like, to yeah. eat. And it looked like they were going to get alcohol, so I don't know. I don't know either. That's what it looked like Small video, yeah. But anyway, so Patricia uh, from Camp Verde writes, Jeff, true statement, but step back. Where are the resources for Meals on Wheels, Senior Kitchens, going to Ukraine, and Illegals? Five weeks to sign up for Meals on Wheels, and then when they come, the funding has been cut, so they come Monday with something to heat and eat. On Tuesday and Wednesday, same for Thursday and Friday, one meal. Senior Kitchens in Michigan's that use to have daily lunches, no more. Food banks shutting down. So the poor and seniors are doing without, so illegals can be flown from Yuma using FEMA funds uh, per RFK Jr., who was down at the border and watched it. Biden's coming to Arizona. He's here, and he's not going to the border, by the way. FEMA, why is there money going to bringing illegals here? Uh, So if these people want to make a real difference, stop the illegals and reach out to Congress and the Senate. No money for Ukraine. Uh, Hell, we are now supporting everything in Ukraine, seeds, fertilizer, you name it. Shut the government down. We are close to a trillion in interest payments. Very true. Patricia Camverdi. I think people are very frustrated, Patricia, um, at the money that's being spent around the world, uh, the money that's being wasted even here by Uh our illustrious members and our brilliant politicians. And I've been of the mindset all week that uh, bring it on, shut it down, mm-hmm. um, and let's try to make something happen here. Um, if the Republicans buckle, they're absolutely, utterly useless to me at this point. Yeah. Because, Glenn, you do this every day. Um, if, if, if I came to you and said, hey, Glenn, I'm spending 50% more year after year on my credit card, uh, can you come up with a good financial plan for me? <laughs> You'd be like, yeah, before we feel about not eating. Yeah. You, you would probably tell me, yeah, before (laughs) investing any money, I think we got to get your spending under control. Right. I mean, (laughs) insane. I I heard there's a hotel in New York city and they're spending a billion dollars a year housing illegal immigrants and people would go by and they would just be hanging out, drinking, smoking, having a good time and getting meals fed to them. And the the citizens like, what the heck? Yeah. What's going on here? Patricia, I agree with you. I mean, and I especially agree with finding solutions for this for people who are needy on a local basis, you know, even a statewide basis, but local communities coming together like we used to. We can't hand this to the feds. We can't hand it to FEMA, any of these organizations, because disaster all the time. So, all right, uh, back tomorrow. I've got the hospital folks on to talk about uh, Prop 480. And Glenn Lease will be back on Friday. More on AI. Hang back. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs>